Hello, heroes, and welcome to OneShot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. And I'm OneShot co-creator, Kat Murphy. Kat and I are here to thank you, all of you listeners, because this episode marks the end of OneShot's first year. Last year, on the first day of Gen Con, we launched our pilot episode, which received just 150 downloads. Which is more than we expected. Today, the average episode of OneShot gets over a 1,000 downloads. Which is way more than we expected. Our most popular episodes each have well over 2,000 downloads. As much as I'd like to say that's because of our genius marketing tactics, that has nothing to do with it. It's because you guys like what we're doing and passed it on to each other. Thanks for listening to our gloriously dumb ideas. You guys wrote us fan mail, made fan art, and left us 50 iTunes reviews with some of the nicest things that have ever been said on the internet. We've tried to pay you back. In a 52-week year, we posted 56 episodes. But really, there's no way we can express how happy you've made us. James and I have a lot of really exciting projects on the way. This coming Monday, we'll have the beta packet for Epiphany available for download. And soon, we'll be launching a brand new role-playing podcast that I get to host that'll run alongside OneShot. I can't wait to see what you guys think. This week, to celebrate our first year, Kat and I brought back John Patrick Cohen, Zach Mast, and Patrick O'Rourke to reprise their roles as the crazy partiers in a D&D 5th edition adventure. So, let's get to the show. It's about to get cray-cray. <laughs> All right, everybody, let's reintroduce you to the very first party that we had on the show. First up is co-runner of the show. I don't know. We need to make a good title for you. We do need to do that at some point. But hello, James. It's Kat Murphy, everyone. Hi. Hey, Kat. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. How are you? Uh, happy anniversary. Yeah, happy anniversary to you as well. Uh, you are going to be playing a, a character that we all know and love because we've all gone back through the entire one-shot catalog <laughs> <laughs> and listened to every single episode in preparation for this momentous event. Yep, I'm, I'm playing a remake of the first D&D character I ever made in Wavery Varkaius. All right, and uh, tell the audience a little bit about uh, what Inway has been up to in the year that uh, we haven't seen her. Sure. So uh, Inwe, if, if everyone recalls, really never wanted to adventure in the first place. That's not what she's about. Inwe is about school. Um, so she's gone back to school because there's been this whole debate in the in the magic community about how magic's taught in schools. And uh, it, do you mind if I digress and give oh, some background? Yeah, please. Okay. Please, please. There were all of these early texts on magic um, mm -hmm. from a bunch of disparate sources. And this guy, Tensor, got together, got a bunch of people together and made this like what he called the third edition textbook. And it was like this series of comprehensive like spell casting techniques. And then uh, over the years, lots of different wizarding schools have branched onto that and made what was called a uh, 3.5 edition. And uh, <laughs> really a lot of, yeah, a lot of, uh, but a lot of young spell casters thought that there was just too much material there. And right, then right. these coastal wizards noticed that, uh, <laughs> that like, that that wasn't really, that oh, there man. weren't as many, uh, spellcasters those days. So they put out a different edition of the book that like really dumbed things down and was focused on fighting and right. war, which makes sense because there are a lot that of wars in the kingdom. Of wizards, too. totally. That's that's necessary. <laughs> there are only battle mages now. They're 
and everyone who was like taking refuge in the schools was you know over the age of a hundred, and that's yeah. not you that's not of, useful. You sort of lost the 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 magic that and used the to be in wizardry. Yeah. So uh, so Inway's been helping create a, a fifth edition of the rule books um, that really like that retains all of the uh, intricacy of spellcasting from previous things, but keeping it focused in a way that's still applicable in battle. Um, so that people who who care about different aspects of spellcasting can like specialize themselves in those ways. Yeah, yeah. So if you're more interested in a certain type of spellcasting, you can expand that knowledge with one of the expansion books that you have planned on the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's That sounds like a really great move. Certainly, if I were in a wizarding universe, I would go out and buy all of that. <laughs> Um, Are you guys talking about magic cards? <laughs> it's, it's magic cards, right? <laughs> I love magic cards. Uh, everybody loves magic cards in every Wizards of the Coast product. That's Coastal available. Wizards, please. Coastal Wizards, <laughs> right. Um, so so Inway in, in has been hard at work on that. Yes, she has been, uh, She and she's loving it. You know, mm-hmm. that's the, this is the stuff that she was born for, like finding different uses for the spell Fireball. Are you kidding? That she's like there. Oh, yeah. And oh my God, working meta magic into just being like a, a path thing instead of being a separate thing that you need to apply for with a feat. She is a, a feat, a very technical wizarding yes. term. <laughs> Something that's just largely accepted in this world. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's what she's been up to. Very cool. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's move on to Zach Mast, who oh, hey. has, who plays a character who is a fan favorite. Uh, you were only on one episode of the show. We still need to get you on another episode of the show, at least to play a fiasco with us. Mm. But you were playing Cobb yeah. this week. The Edric Toss Cobble, aka Cobb. Uh, let's, let's, uh, hear a little bit more about Cobb. Uh, just what, what has he been up to in this year that we haven't seen him? Um, well, uh, so Cobb, to celebrate, uh, the Fiend of Zombie King, uh, took a little vacation with his love of his life, Buttercup, the pony. <laughs> it's not uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> and, uh, we went to a romantic, uh, romantic getaway at an inn, mm-hmm. a, little, a little bed and breakfast. Oh, yeah. Uh, where they, you know, they lay out continental breakfast for humans and oats <laughs> for ponies. <laughs> And, uh, well, I don't know, you know, uh, we, uh, we were in the tub, you know, just, uh, enjoying each other's company. Right. Nothing else was going on. No. We were just in the tub. You know, it, it's, it's totally like, uh, you know, it, there's no, there's no sexual things happening. It's just that we really enjoy each other's company, company. in the tub. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, the, uh, you know, this inn apparently isn't licensed and, uh, someone reported them. <laughs> <laughs> and came in and found us in the tub together. <coughs> and uh, so I've since been in prison for a year awaiting trial for uh, interspecies loving. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the name of the law in the books. Interspecies loving. Interspecies loving. With the, yeah, the, the apostrophe. Yeah, yeah, loving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. That's great. Uh, we'll find out more about that later. Let's move on <laughs> to... A uh, fan favorite of the show, somebody who's been on multiple, multiple episodes, uh, who I actually was just uh, on Twitter uh, talking about this episode and us recording this episode, and your name was thrown out there as one of the, oh, I hope I hope JPC's on it. There, we got a Tumblr thing recently that was really nice and long, and oh, really? it, it called you out as like a, Dude, a favorite. And, yeah, it's cool. I'll have uh, to I send might, it to you. I'm going to have to learn to read. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah. Like, I might learn to read you, for that. You, you know, I think this is the year for you to do it. Uh, that is, of course, John Patrick Cohen or... 
to celebrate our one year anniversary. <laughs> yes, yes. John, John Patrick Conan. Thank you. Yeah. As he was first credited. The name that I originally wanted to go by. <laughs> <laughs> he just accepted it. We could have edited that out and uh, he, he rolled with it. No, man. I uh, love it. <laughs> you're playing Aldo Battleheart. Aldo Battleheart. Yeah, he's back. <laughs> he is back. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Aldov, uh, he's had, he's had a pretty busy year. Um, mm-hmm. right after the defeat of the zombie king, he decided that, uh, it was best that he left, officially left the church of Torag and kind of still very devoted to Torag, but needed to go outside of the bounds of the church to kind of, uh, do his preaching. Um, right after that happened, he kind of met this girl, Amy. She's a human. Uh, like they started kind of dating because he wasn't like with the church anymore. Mm-hmm. And then she like wanted to move in and like he didn't handle it well. And like he said, yes, kind of, but he never really agreed to it. And then they started living together. And then like she found his grandmother's ring that like his grandma had given him. And, like where else was he going to keep it? And she started wearing it and like telling people <laughs> that they were engaged. And like he never corrected her because he didn't want to like, he didn't want to like, he knew that I mean, they would break up, but he kind of like felt trapped in it. Luckily, there's a law that, like, species marriage can't exist. And, you know, dwarf and human, they can't get married. At the same time, his friend Cobb is in prison for that. So he's been tirelessly working on a legal defense to accept uh, Cobb's love for his pony. But it will trap him with Amy. So it's been... It's been a rough year for him. This he's he's teaching now. Like it's like it's his life has not gone in the direction that he thought it was going to go. That's uh, wow. Well, that sounds like it's a lot of turmoil. That's yeah. in his. Life it's right very now. season two. I mean, it's <laughs> it's like it's a lot of season two. <laughs> yeah, he got he got like they already got the marriage plot in there. Oh man, yeah, we built character arcs into this baby. <laughs> I like how Amy just snuck in. Yeah, oh, yeah. God, I never screen had any screen time. We she, all just know about her now. She's a nice girl, but oh, oh yeah, she's oh, already boy. series regular. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. Oof. All right, and with that, uh, that brings us to the leader of the party, as well as the leader of the Peaches and Hot Sauce Comedy Network. Please welcome Patrick O'Rourke. Hey, James. Back onto the show. This is your third episode of One Shot. It is. Uh, I got to play a little fiasco last time, right? You did get to play fiasco last time. That was a blast. That was, that is, uh, again, that's another fan favorite episode. Mm. Uh, People love the the fiasco uh, aliens episode. Crazy hands. Crazy hands. Yeah, that was so fun. Uh, But now I am Remy Lionsbeard bringing him back. Yeah. What Mm -hmm. happened? What happened to Remy? Well, as you know, Remy was obsessed with killing zombies. That was his number one thing because zombies had killed basically his entire family, everybody he had ever known or loved. So after defeating the uh, zombie king, he became a folk hero. Um, uh, People wrote songs about him. Mm -hmm. Everybody was so happy that uh, uh, Remy and the team uh, defeated this uh, zombie king. But after that, Remy became kind of aimless. He didn't know what to do next because... Well, the zombie threat had been destroyed, and he had achieved the only goal, the one goal he had. So after uh, becoming a celebrity of sorts, he kind of retreated and went back and hit rock bottom. (laughs) 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 He didn't know what to do next. He maybe started drinking a little. uh, Spent a lot of time alone just trying to figure out what his next step would be. And he's looking to come back into the world now. He's, He's picked up yoga six months ago. He's been stretching a lot. He feels good about himself. And he's, he's ready for his next adventure. All right. Well. Uh, should, all right. Should I revise my first one to be... Because I said, like, the in the in was in on it, right? If it should be, like, a little more of a persecution. No, no. I like it. I like that the in's in on it. I think that works. 
with that, let's get to that next adventure. So there is a courtroom. Uh, the air is full of tension. You see on one side of the courtroom, there are a lot of stuffy looking, uh, human nobility on one side. Um, they have a slick looking lawyer in a white suit, uh, sitting at the front of their court. Uh, of course, uh, this is a courtroom where everybody is mandated to wear wigs and elf ears, <laughs> uh, much like British courts. <laughs> <laughs> they have to wear elf ears. What wear are they made ears. out of? Uh, they, you know what? It really depends on what your lawyer can afford. Okay. Um, so like lot, wooden elf ears yeah, are... Wooden elf ears are most common. Yes. Um, and on the other side of the courtroom, there is a menagerie of different species. There are centaurs. There are uh, sentient hippogriffs. Uh, there are, of course, your half-elves and half-dragons. Uh, mermaids have been brought in and tanks uh, to watch this. Nice. Um, satyrs? Satyrs. Great. In the... <laughs> In the front row, you, of course, see Inway, who is trying to focus on what she's doing, but she's also taking subtle notes um, on a scroll in her lap. Next to her is Remy Lionsbeard, who is just, who's like in a suit. He looks really uncomfortable with it. You know, he's sweating, he's fidgeting. He's trying to focus as well, but he's clearly not at home in this environment. Uh, we also see Aldo of Battleheart, who is in his formal armor um, that, you know, used to be part of his vestments for the uh, Church of uh, Torag. It's the only formal thing he has and also the only thing he has that has sleeves on it. Yep. <laughs> uh, he is sweating quite a bit uh, because of the tension of the trial and also because he's not used to that much arm coverage. Yeah. It's just a lot hotter than you would think. And up uh, sitting in front of them at the at the defendant's table is... Cobb and Cobb is dressed in a nice suit uh, that looks like it was paid for by the Church of Torag. Um, he has a lawyer in front of him who is a uh, man in his mid fifties who has uh, gold rim glasses on. He's got very tan skin um, and he's got a uh, grin that will catch the light in the right way that almost makes it look like he has fangs. But he definitely has a way of talking, um, and he has just uh, the, the, he ha he's like uh, patting Cobb on the shoulder as Cobb's like you know preparing to maybe go back to a couple more years of prison uh, ah. uh. when the judge enters the room. Thedric toss Cobble. In all my years on the bench, I have never met anyone as irritating or as morally reprehensible as the man I have seen sit in the defendant's table today. Well, we all have our opinions, Your Honor. Just shut up. Shut up. Shut up, Cobb. Shut it. <laughs> that said, I do believe there is precedent for the allowance of interspecies relations <gasps> and the original law which you were convicted on prohibited anyone of a sentient race from bathing with a donkey, not a pony. You are therefore innocent, not guilty in the eyes of the courts. Yeah! Yeah! Oh. Uh. 
Oh, <laughs> but you are to be released into the custody of the hero known as Remy Lionsbeard. Uh, wait, what? He will be acting as a court accessory to monitor your probation. You are not to have any contact with any farm animals or beasts of burden until such a law is drafted up that would allow your proclivities. No buttercup? Buttercup will be held in a government stable until such a time as the law has been revised and your relationship is legal. She is being held in a government stable at uh, Apple Grove Township. Wait. I told... Butter... Ah, jeez, it's not even worth it. Your Honor, I'll... Can I just be held in the stable, too? Right what now. he's trying to say, Your Honor, is that he thanks the court very much, and uh, <laughs> we're all very pleased to take him into our custody. Yeah, yeah I, guess, well, I guess so. Uh, no, wait a second here. Uh, <laughs> your Honor, I, I did it. I, I did it. And Cop! 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 Wait, listen, listen. I know we've had our differences in the past, but trust me, hanging out with us is going to be a lot better than hanging out in prison. Oh, what are we going to do? We're just going to go fight zombies and... Unfortunately, I haven't seen a zombie in over a year. Yeah, well, you know what? You might as well call me a zombie because I feel dead. Cub. Dead inside. Please, friend, I mean, what did we what did, what did we do in Sunday church for the last year? What did we talk about? We talked about Toreg and, and the way he'll look out for all of us. Toreg will look out for you, okay? There will be ponies if God wills it. And you have so much going on for you now. Think of, think of your book deal. Uh, that's true. I got I got a huge royalty check the other day. I, I could finally cash it now that I'm out in the free world. Uh, I, Remy, I, I wrote a novel. It's, uh... I've heard. I haven't read it, but I've heard. It's good. Well, it it's relatively good. Oh, I'd like <laughs> to think that it's good. It's just a first draft. Of course, I'll revise it. And, and uh, as you guys are talking about that, the, the courtroom is adjourned. Uh, people around you start milling around. And then a red-haired human uh, who stands at least head and shoulders over Aldo uh, comes up behind him, slides her arms around his shoulders, uh, and bends down and kisses him on the cheek. You can see a gaudy, enormous dwarf ring that barely fits on her finger, <laughs> uh, sitting on her finger. Eldolf! Honey, you did it! All that work is finally uh, paid off! Yeah, yes, um... Eldolf, who is this beauty? Hava, hava! <laughs> Alright, uh, everyone, this, uh, is Amy, um, she's... Uh, we're... So two, I mean, we're engaged. We're in, we're, yes, oh. congratulations. I thought that was a uh, illegal or not. It was. It was before today. The, uh, oh, until such a time as they revise the law, we're just dating. But soon it'll uh, be legal for us to get married. Uh, so uh, yeah, thanks so to Remy. you, sweetheart, and you, Cobb. Thank you for being so brave. Uh, well, defending know. your weird little relationship. Yeah, brave is what we'd all call it. It wasn't, you know, it, it was no big deal. <laughs> uh, 
So anyway, Amy, it's great that you came. Uh, I'll probably see you back at home. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Now we're going to get married. We got to travel together. I got to meet all your friends. He's always <sighs> telling these stories about... Uh, so Remy reaches forward and grabs Amy's hand and mm-hmm. kisses it and goes, It would be a pleasure to have you adventure with us. <laughs> oh, my. Hey, you didn't wow. Tell me the, you didn't tell me the fighter you traveled with was Remy Lionsbeard. <laughs> Um, do you My know? reputation proceeds. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, from the songs, yes, this yeah, is... Yeah, from the songs. Remy Lionsbeard, his uh, really And the good shirts. Guy. And the bobbleheads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he merchandises really well. Uh, Cobb yeah. leans forward and, and grabs her hand, too, and then just the sucks on the ring. I, like, kind of smack the back of his head. All right, enough of that. Yeah, so Amy's really great. Eldup, you are a lucky man. Uh, yeah, lucky dwarf. Dwarf, I mean. Remember, <laughs> remember <laughs> the friends are all so charming. Hey, uh, I, Amy, so- how come you don't have to stay in a stable? <laughs> all right, yes. Okay, uh, uh, so Amy, uh, what do you do? <laughs> oh, uh, well, I used to be a, 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 a Ferris. Mm-hmm. And, ah. uh, uh, so married once. Yes, I was married once before he tragically died. Yes, in God, a... such a tragedy that he's not <laughs> still living. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, I found uh, I found new room in my heart, and it's dwarf sized for Aldo. Actually, funny story. The day after he died, uh, Amy and I had not met each other yet, but I had just mastered Revivify. Well, ah. could have brought him back to life. If only I had known. It's okay. At that time. Torag willed it so, right? Yes. Right, sweetie? Thank Torag All part for of that Torag's plan. Miracle. Oof. Do you think it's pronounced Revivify? Uh, hey. <laughs> I always thought it was Revivify. I don't come to where you work and knock the broom <laughs> out of your hand, if you know what I'm saying. Don't, don't use brooms, but got it. Yes, uh, the spell book. Revivify. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is great. This is great. And I am, I, I, I'm so excited, uh, to, to be, th- this, this came to, to you, addressed to you, Aldo, fr- from, from the Church of Torag. Oh, from, uh, COT. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> written on the traditional stone paper of the Church of Torag. Uh, the envelope is enormous, and inside it are, uh, slate, slate, uh, stones that are inscribed with a message. It's very, extremely heavy. Okay, I, I uh. Ooh, should I try to read it? Using uh using the language that I've what we've learned over these years. Oh, you know this would be good practice. Now this is written in common, um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know I mean I love your initiative. <laughs> what we've been learning hasn't quite been language; it's more just been like spiritual text. <laughs> yes, try to give it a shot. Okay, haha. <clears throat> Alto. <laughs> Battle here. Yep. Almost my last name. <laughs> too too much toilet wine, huh, Cobb? <laughs> hey, Cobb, here's the solution. Why don't we just have a disembodied voice tell us what it says? <laughs> Aldo battle here. <laughs> well, I'll be damned. <laughs> It's been too long since we've seen you around these halls. I dark times are on the way, and we could use an axe as swift and as sharp as ye in the battle for Torag, uh, for good and for Torag. Why did he cross out Torag? 
It seems like he could have <laughs> just hit a stone tablet. So there's uh, no like erasing on this thing. Like there's the, no backspace. <laughs> the editing plug. If he <laughs> couldn't he have just run water over it until it eroded a little bit. That takes hundreds of years. <laughs> <laughs> the battle for good and for Thorag. As I was saying before I left that long space, I'm sorry, I've been writing this letter over the series of a couple of days, and I keep losing my place. Dark times are on the way. <laughs> In the town of Apple Grove Township, dark clouds gather overhead and blot out the sun. The people cry out for a hero. They cry out for you, Althoth, and for Remy Lionsbeard, and for Thedric Toscobble. Me? And even for the elf, Inway Fari, Chaos. No. No. Even. The people, the people <laughs> need you, need all of you to come together for one last adventure. To save the world from whatever dark forces are at work here. Anyway. Love. Hold on, this is, the letter is not done yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Love. Grumpy Stoneface. <laughs> head of the Church of Thorag. Kisses and hugs. P.S. <laughs> sorry about all the errors. <laughs> Uh, anyway, can we count on you? Well, it says even, and I have a lot of stuff to do. I mean, these editions are about to hit shelves, so I'm in testing. Eldon doesn't even know how to say his spells. Yeah, <laughs> I honestly don't. What would we have done if I was found guilty? The whole party, <laughs> they wanted the whole party, but I would be in prison. That'd be okay. PPS, the need of good overrides the need for law. I disagree with that statement. <laughs> Would that have been legally binding? Was that whole trial for not? Look, anyway. Yep. We need you on this adventure. You have gotten us out of so many pickles in the past. I almost suffocated if it wasn't for you. We were trapped in the pit at that uh, one point where I think there was like a vampire at one point and like guys. we were down and like you helped us or something. Like, you're good. Fine. <laughs> anyway, you're so smart. Shut sh- sh- mm. No, you don't get to do that. Don't. That's so obvious. What? <laughs> uh, it took me a while to realize how smart you were. You're smart. Great. Mm, thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Cobb. Uh, fine. Fine. But this is the last one, you guys. That's the. I don't know how we ever got together in the first place. Why we started venturing. That sounds like a season three problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm in. Let's save the world. Yes. The crazy partiers back together again for the one more adventure. Is Amy coming? Of course, it'll be so fun to crazy see you at work. Plus one. Okay, great. I'm uh, a crazy partier too now. Amy's more of a homemaker with uh, very little battle experience. But she can repair weapons, right? Oh, absolutely. I, I'm a Ferris. I, that's what that's what I do. I mean, I mostly do horseshoes, but uh, simple repairs and sharpening shouldn't be too difficult. We have to go horseless, because we can't let Cobb near any animals. Yeah, you're right. This well, is going to take longer. I, I'm sorry, Remy. I guess it's up to you. You are the party leader. Of course you can come. Well, It would be an honor and a privilege. That's settled, then. Oh, Aldo, your friends are so nice to let me come. Yes, um, really a great group of guys. Amy, do you know any good campfire songs? Uh, I, I, I know one. 
The dwarf is short and round and hard and his arms oh, are great. hairy and his beard is hairy and, and his face is stony and he likes Well, okay, we all like, we all know songs, that's very good. Um, we should get prepared. Alright, so, uh, each of you has a scene where you're suiting up. Um, describe Kat, the most significant things like you getting ready to go adventuring. Oh man, you? no, that's it's like a really intense putting on a coat scene. That's like because all it, it is a wizard, she doesn't have a lot <laughs> that you know that she that she wears, but she does have this coat. Uh, last time she was wearing just like her wizarding robes, mm-hmm. but since uh, uh, she she found this thing called the Crimson Coat of Ilpahars. Uh, that's the most perfect creation ever. It's this like bright red leather duster that has like flame a flame on the back and an upturned collar and many buckles across the top. Yeah, buckles. So there there are all these like dramatic action shots of her putting it on because it takes a while. And then uh, one undercutting the dra- drama shot of her adjusting all of the buckles yeah. and trying to find which one is loose. <laughs> yeah, and then like checking the many pockets for spell components and yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, next up is Cobb. Uh, yeah, so Cobb walks up to the bailiff station. Uh, <laughs> they, hand him, uh, they hand him a manila envelope, uh, and then, uh, he opens up and pulls out, uh, a robe and, uh, his rapier, um, and then a little framed photo of Buttercup, uh, <laughs> and then, you know, he puts the robe on, buckles the rapier, you know, looks at the photo and looks, gazes a little longingly at it, sides, places it into his pocket. Excellent. And uh, Remy? Well, we cut in on Remy, and he's standing in mountain dwarf pose as he's <laughs> stretching out his, his calves. <laughs> and like, um, then it's a close-up of his beard, because recently he had this artifact that's a, it's a beard weave, right? It's a beard weave. Yeah. It's, a, it's a large ornamental metal object that's woven into your beard. Which is a thick, bushy red beard. Yes. And now it's woven, in, and now he literally has a lion in his beard. Excellent. Um, and the eyes of the lion gleam with uh, red energy as the magical jewels that are in there uh, provide you with the strength of your family and namesake. Uh, and next up is Aldo of Battleheart. Yeah, there's a there's a tense shot of Aldo of Battleheart. Like he's rebraiding his hair into his war braids. He like sticks his helmet on. Uh, opens a chest, like moves some like domestic like school books out of the way, and picks up his battle axe and like blows the <laughs> dust off of it, and then like stands in front of the mirror and like rips the yes! sleeves <laughs> off of his shirt, and then from the what? other side of the mirror you see Amy, and she's like freaking out about what the did sleeves. you do to the sleeves to your shirt? <laughs> and then there's another so- shot of her sewing the sleeves back onto his shirt, and him just like looking like sullen and crestfallen. Aww. And then he shows up with Amy uh, and sleeves on his tunic oh, man. all of your tunics have no sleeves what's wrong with you it's so cold in the countryside I, these were the, it, it, before i met you i oh boy uh cobb uh, continues to pull things out of the manila envelope. <laughs> <laughs> uh he pulls out his adventuring gear of course the <laughs> burglar's pack bell spikes ball bearings times 2000 uh <laughs> and then a glass vial filled with nail clippings and he kisses it and places it right next to the framed photo of Buttercup in his pocket. <laughs> okay. 
nail clippings? <laughs> was that a part of his That's character? That I his in, in character creation for items, uh, one of the things that I love about this new edition is they have a random table that you can roll for trinkets. Oh, okay. Cool. And like usually the last thing that's on your character sheet for items is your trinket. And the one that we rolled for Cobb was super weird. <laughs> what do you guys have? I have a small jade toad that I keep in my pocket. A bronze pinnacle with a rat's head etched on it. Okay. <laughs> a multicolored stone disc? Yeah. Uh-huh. This bronze pinnacle, Amy got this for me for my six month, our six month anniversary, which, by the way, I did not know was coming up. <laughs> and it's a very weird gift, but if I don't have it on me, she asks where it is. Uh, I found mine by the river. (laughs) (laughs) A many-colored stone. Mm -hmm. Nice. So you guys set off on the road, um, and you are traveling to Applegrove Township uh, from this city uh, where the trial was held. uh, It should be about a day's travel, but you could make it half a day's travel if you cut through the forest. (laughs) Are we just walking? Yeah, you're, you're just walking. All right, so you guys are on the edge of this forest, and uh, you recognize this as the forest that uh, you got lost in so many years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, the reason the reason that we even went to Applegrove Township. Exactly. Um, this forest is deep and thick. Uh, you, you remember it well. You guys nearly starved to death while you were in that forest. Um but you can cut your day's journey in half by going through or taking the longer road. Now, uh, I have spent many months in the forest recently, and I feel comfortable going right through it. Why Why were you in the forest? I needed a little alone time. Uh, I needed a break away for a bit. I, I respect that. a man who can, you know, uh, find comfort in solitude. Mm, I was on a long bender. Okay. <laughs> I respect a man who can drink a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Amy. I say we go through the forest because, uh, well, I need to take a leap, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the forest that's uh, cuts a day off of our travel. I mean, it'll be cool memories. I mean, we all spent a lot of time in this forest. I think, you know, maybe a little bit of bonding going on. In this, in this, uh, theoretically, if there were a set of rules imposed on our universe, how would one go about navigating a forest? Uh, that would be a survival check. How, how are we doing? Anyone? Uh, I'm a two? Uh, I will say this. uh, Survival, or actually all of the skills, are a lot lower than they would be in other editions. You guys are two levels higher than you were when you first played this game. And you'll notice that even your best skills, uh, I think the highest anybody has on any one of their skills is seven. Mm -hmm. Uh, The DCs uh, for doing things are much, much lower in this game. So having a two or a three isn't that bad. You know what? It's a forest. Didn't I mean, kill us last time. Well, that's been here, done that. Yeah, right. right? I have a zero in survival, but I have friends. <laughs> <laughs> and as we learned, the last time we were all together, friendship is truly the most important. Ah, yes. Mm. Court supervised friendship. <laughs> Court mandated <laughs> friendship. <laughs> and so uh, now we'll do one of the first new mechanics uh, for this new edition of Dungeons and Dragons. It is a group check. When a group of characters has to do something together, everyone in the party rolls, and if the majority of the party succeeds, you succeed the check. Uh, all you need to do is get half of your members to succeed, so just two of you. 
need to beat the DC, which is right now in my head, and roll. And this is survival? Yes. Yeah. So I add the... Uh, yeah. Right. So I got a 13. 10. 8. Uh, 15. And oh, wow. thanks to Inway and Remy, you guys managed to yes. not get lost in the forest. Uh, the path sort of uh, divides off in two ways. Uh, there's a forest guardian. There are two forest guardians there. It's like One's like, I always lie all the time. The other's like, I always tell the truth. It's and the together, you have to figure <laughs> out this puzzle. And you guys just sort of killed them, stole their yeah. gold. And <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> they were each carrying this map that uh, mapped out the right way to go. And you sort of nailed that to the tree where they were guarding the forest. Yep. You sort of wipe your hands off and shake hands and then keep going on the adventure. Yeah, probably. Survival is also psychopathy. <laughs> uh, they were probably evil. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's take the left way. Um, and you guys are now sort of like, uh, walking deep in the woods. Uh, there are different sounds around you. Uh, some birds singing. Uh, caw, caw, caw. Some wind rustling through leaves. <laughs> and, uh, the pitter patter of different animals running around in the, in the brush. Pitter patter, pitter patter. <laughs> Stay with us, Cobb. Stay with us. When you hear a groaning, a loud groaning in front of you. Well, that sounds like... I'd like to make a knowledge... What's my relevant knowledge? Um, You could try nature, I believe. Cool. Yeah, nature's there. Mm-hmm. I got a 12. You got a 12. Um, so you know that that's, uh, noises like that can be made by all sorts of different animals. Usually mammals are going to groan like that. Uh, lizards usually hiss more, uh, so it's probably not a drake or any sort of large. Fun fact. Uh, reptiles don't really make that noise, so we are dealing with something, uh, large mammalian, possibly ursine. Mm. Mm. Amy, stay behind me. Of course, Aldo. Why don't I sneak ahead and, and, and check it out? Has that ever worked for us? I'm trying to... Cobb so. sneaking forward. Cobb sneaking around. Has Cobb, it ever worked for Cobb's us? Cobb's really good at sneaking. Yeah, that's true. Okay, check it out, Cobb. Guys, I haven't snuck in a whole year, okay? Let me let me take point of the group, and then you sneak around. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's brave of you, Remy. Thank you, Amy. All right. Now stay behind, Aldo. So do a stealth, <laughs> stealth, <laughs> stealth check here? Yes. Uh, I got a 20 total. Ho-hoo. Excellent. 20! <laughs> uh, so, you, 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 a move ahead. You're, you're very small. You're close to the ground. So you're looking at all the different twigs and branches that you could be snapping and, uh, things that would alert creatures to your presence. Uh, when you see, uh, ahead of you, Two large bears, two large brown bears, uh, that appear to be, uh, going through a cart. Um, they're just, uh, pulling things off of it and, uh, you know, ripping open different barrels and things to get at the food inside. It is directly on the path that you guys are on in order to get to Apple Grove Township. Now, you could try and circumnavigate the bears, but that would risk losing the path. 
Alright, guys, do bears count as beasts of burden? Um, I've seen some dwarves ride some bears. That's oh, a thing. Does, I better yeah. turn back then. No, no, <laughs> I mean, I, I think honestly for you, it's, uh, it's, it's gonna be kosher. Bears do not count as beasts of burden. Oh, okay, okay. No, that's fair. That lawyering really paid off for you, huh? Honestly, yes. It's it kind of opened me up to a lot of different things. <laughs> I have uh, animal handling. That? that that might, yeah. Yeah. I'll wrestle can... those bears and tame them. Can I try that? Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> you roll, roll your animal handling. Uh, no, 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 D20, that, that's D20. That's a D12. Oh, yeah, that's why. Very that good roll been, on yeah, a D12. <laughs> uh, oops. Uh, 15. 15. And is that added with, with your... Okay. Yep. Uh, so, you, uh, sort of, uh, put your swords away, uh, and your back, and, uh, you stretch out your arms in your full plate armor, and, uh, it's clanking together as you walk towards the bears, you spread out your arms. What do you say to the bears? (laughs) 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 The bears, the bears turn to look at you, they sniff the air, and they go... Eldov, what are they saying? Shut up. <laughs> how, how, continue to tell me how you're handling this handle animal okay. check. Okay, uh, I, I continue closer to them, mm-hmm. and I try to get around the back of uh, one of the bears so I can put them into, like, a full Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. I am going to uh, roll deception. Okay. Oh, dear. Yeah, let's write one. Mm, Seven. (laughs) Seven. So you uh, try and uh, maneuver yourself around the bear to, like, you know, grab it in an arm lock or how how, are you full Nelson? Uh, But the bear, like, sees that, like, you've got a paw coming towards it. So, like, playfully bats a paw towards you except this is a bear so it's huge so like almost like sort of knocks you over and the other bear which you now realize these bears are adult bears but they're also pretty young bounds to you and now you're sort of wrestling with the bears so i'm gonna need you to make a strength check uh 11 uh so you so the bears are like uh sort of like playfully on top of you when uh you like basically bench press one of the bears above you and throw it into the other bear. And then you've got, like, uh, one bear in a headlock and you're giving it a noogie and uh, the other bear is, like, starting to get nervous and you, like, lock it up with your legs and uh, you're just noogieing these bears severely. And they're sort of, like, like, and they uh, sort of scamper away into the woods when you let them go. And that's how you tame a bear. Ah. Well, it was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in my life. But uh, We probably could have, like, cr- used a cantrip to scare them with noises. You spent a lot of time in the woods, I, I did. You I did. Yeah. Uh, wrestled a lot of bears. Enjoy it. It's a good workout. <laughs> I guess we don't need to use this whip, then. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you guys continue on, and uh, because your path was unimpeded, you reach Apple Grove Town. Oh, hold up, hold, hold up. Mm. They were uh, they were searching a cart. Ah, that's mm. true. Ah. You clever devil. So uh, 
What's up with this cart? Were there people on this cart? Did they have to abandon it? I'll need an investigate roll. Meanwhile, I go over and start chatting it up with Amy. I got a 10. All right. Do we not have, we not have sense motive anymore? Uh, sense motive has been replaced by... Is it just perception now? I guess. It's all um, perception. That makes sense. No. Other things have done that. Insight. Oh. Oh. Yeah, mm. so a, a sense motive has been replaced by insight. Uh, but there is investigation, and I did roll a three, so if anyone wants to... Uh, yeah, a religion roll would also be helpful. Oh, religion? Mm-hmm. Do I even have it? I have history. You have religion. It's down there. At the oh, bottom. yeah, I have some religion. I'll do religion. Oh, God. Eight. Uh, Should I roll right. for insight? It's it's uh, not not yet. Uh, so you you look you guys look at this cart. It's not hard to tell that this cart is a part is from Aldo's religion. It's a cart from uh, Torag. Mm. Uh, essentially, uh, some religious officials must have uh, been using it. However, when you look through it, it, like it looks like these are relief supplies. There mm. are yeah. rations. There's fresh water. There are healing potions, uh, bandages. Uh, this looks like it was part of some sort of religious relief effort. But there is no sign of the people who were driving this cart. How heavy does it look like some most of this religious relief uh, supplies are? Does it look like it's able to be carried? Uh, you'd probably have to drag it on the cart. It looks like it's a couple hundred pounds. Maybe if you, uh, you know, weighed down every member of the group, you'd probably be able to get most of what's important. But if you want all of it, you're going to need to pull the cart. Ah, okay. Those bears must have been really hungry for band-aids. <laughs> get that out of your mouth, cop. <laughs> <laughs> They're good quality band-aids. You can at least tell that. Yeah, they're rubber. I mean, if we were just to take what we could carry, how much would that be? No, um, I'm, I'll, I'll you'll pull the cart. The cart. I'll pull oh, the okay. cart, yes. Cool. Yeah, if we can pull and the cart. you can comfortably should... sit in it. Great. Thank Except you. That's more weight to the cart. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> um, so if you guys you guys are pulling, pushing this cart now, is yeah. what I ga- yeah. gather, uh, I will need strength rolls. <laughs> okay. okay. This is another group. Yeah, 22. Activity. There we go. Yeah. 14. Seven. Thirteen. Thirteen. All right. Fourteen? Uh, really? I rolled a fifteen. So <laughs> Remy is Remy's like in the back with Cobb trying to trying to push it uh together. And Aldove is in the front, like really like pulling with titanic strength that starts to roll forward very slowly. And then Inway pulls a rock out from beneath one of the reels and it's uh, wheels and it just starts uh moving forward <laughs> very smoothly. Um, and in a couple of hours, you manage to make your way outside, uh, the forest, uh, where you see that clearing where you, that you first, uh, encountered the city. However, things look remarkably different around here. The sky is grim and gray when you were, it was very sunny where you were when you started this journey, but now it almost looks like it's nighttime and the area where the city was is covered by a thick black smoke. Could I possibly roll a knowledge history or knowledge religion to like see if if I know of any other instances of this something like this happening? Absolutely, roll a history. Can I it. aid him in that? Because or how? Twenty-seven. Oh, that we're fine. Okay, there yeah. you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
maximum history. So yeah, you have been you you've been studying a lot of history recently, like the history of law, certainly. Um, this there, reminds me of a law I read. <laughs> should a town ever be cloaked in blackness, the citizens of said town are to be forsaken, for it has been corrupted by evil and cannot be overcome. Mm. I mean, by law, I mean more of like a suggestion, I guess. Uh, <laughs> some lawmakers are lazier than others. <laughs> Uh, and at this time, uh, Cobb, in your memory, you remember, uh, you flash back to the court scene. She'll, she'll be held in a government stable in Apple Grove Township. Held in a government stable in Apple Grove Township. What? Wait. Wait, Apple Grove Township? That's the town that we were, that's this town right here. Yes. Oh my god, Buttercup's in danger. We have to go save her. Cobb, you can't get near Buttercup by court order. Well, and this town is for, but listen, this town may be consumed by evil and we cannot leave even our friend sex pony in danger. <laughs> we don't have sex, we just enjoy each other's company. Uh, okay. <laughs> no. I read your book, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That was there. fiction, that was a novel. Alright, I'm just saying, why would you write, wait a minute, he wrote about sex with a pony in his novel? It, well, it was metaphorical, I thought. No, it was pretty explicit. <laughs> oh, Cobb. The fact they found you not guilty. <laughs> well, I am very confident we could take care of all of the evil in the place. I just don't think really? we should you risk. Are? Oh, Listen, I, I am very, very confident. I don't care about the law. The, the law of nature trumps the law of courts. And nature's nope. calling me to save Buttercup. I have to agree with him here. I mean, the law forsakes and abandons this place, but we are adventurous. We are adventuring. So <laughs> on, we a, on a hill in Nepal, right? <laughs> we, we ran into trouble. So we <laughs> must go. Is there, um, like, it's surrounded by a fence, right? Or a- yeah. So they, yeah, there are there there are high wooden walls around it. That remember you, the last time you had to go up to a gate and mm-hmm. negotiate your way inside. So this time I have a high athletic skill. Is there mm-hmm. any way I could climb up to peek over to see what the situation? Uh-huh. is? Absolutely. Cool. I'm gonna do that. Seventeen. Excellent. So you. Uh, Start running at the fence. You draw one of the swords from your back and you throw the sword out in front of you. It sticks into the middle of the fence and with a mighty leap, you jump onto the back of the sword and that pops you up to the top of the fence and you can look inside. Uh, this, there appears to be a gigantic hole in the ground that has smoke billowing from it. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> I'm still confident, but oh dear. <laughs> and it, when you look, when you look over to other parts of the town, you can see other similar holes and all the smoke is filling the sky and slowly it's starting to work its way across the upper atmosphere. So it's covering the sky and the sun is barely visible through it. Uh, you don't see anybody outside their houses. Uh, you do see, uh, bodies that are on the ground. Any sight of Buttercup? No. no. Nothing but dead bodies and smoke. Can you sneak around and open the gates from the other side? I think so. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I can try to do that. Why don't I uh, use my acrobatics to get up there and I'll unlock it? Couldn't you have just uh, unlocked the 
front gate with like lockpick. Oh. Look, we all have our own ways of getting through this gate. <laughs> and I'm already up here. Okay, he's already up there. I might as well just hop down and open it. Unless you want to pick the lock. No, no, no. It's it's fine. You know, I guess I'll just <laughs> I'll just go sit in the cart and, and and let you take care of things. All right. Well, like, don't sit in the cart. Be- ah, 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 the weight is too heavy. <laughs> ah. <laughs> you know, I was. Originally sarcastic, but this is actually pretty comfortable. <laughs> You're doing a great job there, Aldo. Don't don't worry. We'll, we'll be in the city soon. I'll be able to to you know uh, set up our in room and uh, a- Amy. It's everyone in there may be dead. It's going to get very dangerous in there. It may be best for you to just you know stay with the cart. Yeah, we should probably roll some religious history stuff on like giant vaults or. Holes in the ground. Ah, yes. Uh, sort of thing. Any any more information I can glean from that yeah. uh, would be if you eight. want to. Uh, <laughs> no, no, if you want to assist him on this, I want to do a history. I figured he'd do religion. Okay. Okay. I have better history than religion. That doesn't make any sense. Well. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. So you're like looking at history. Um, you know that uh, there are some. Very early records when people were first settling New Celia of, uh, back during the aberration wars, uh, they would talk about certain towns being enveloped in smoke before they were attacked. Um, but that's it. Like details are very shifty, mainly because the early New Celian settlers weren't really great at writing. Mm. Interesting. It's probably just a lot of tarweed. Tarweed smoke comes out very black when you smoke it and they had they had tunnels under this town right to house all of the apples that ended up not being apples that mm-hmm. were pears right? yes yeah. yes yeah. so all the townspeople probably just went underground they're having a big party where they're smoking a lot of tarween there's a lot of bodies Cobb. Cobb, i know you're concerned about buttercup but she would be a low priority for any attacker i mean she's not a human or a sentient being of any sort it's <laughs> Unlike you, Amy, you are very sentient. Can I roll? Can I roll? Can I roll? <laughs> Thank a, you, Remy. Uh, what is it? Would it be not pers- an insight on like him continually talking to Amy to see if I can like pick up yeah, what is all? Yeah. So it'd be a twelve. It'd be a twelve. Yeah, it's not hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your very sentient is pretty straightforward. All right, I like I I look at uh, I look. You and I look at Amy, and I'm like, in my mind, mm-hmm. I kind of hatch like a plan, and my eyes get a little wide. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Amy. I mean, once you know, once we get in there, like, it's going to be very, you know, things are going to be happening very fastly. I mean, I'm going to be mostly, you know, casting spells and like focusing on, you know, the kind of that side of the game. Very of fastly. Course, right. Maybe it would be better for you to stick with, you know, Remy over here because Ooh. he's. I mean, he's got, you know, he's got the strength that could really Seven. protect you uh, when it comes down to it. Can I roll an insight to see if uh, if Aldova's trying any tricks here? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, I kind of... Uh, all right, I got a ten. Ten. I don't think... I think is being a little bit more subtle than ten. May I try? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you absolutely... <laughs> but Aldova, if she does that, then uh, <laughs> then she might fall in love with Remy. <laughs> You don't want that. 
No, I mean, we're engaged. It's bro. I mean, come on, chill. <laughs> yeah, I hey, mean, um. Hey, man. Hey, I she, like make, I could, hey, chill. She should, uh. Hey, man, <laughs> chill. Get to know his friends, right? Because yes, we know yes. him really well. Yeah. We've known him longer. So. Honestly, and right, because of spellcasting. Right. Because of spellcasting. Yes. I don't know. I exactly. Because really of spells. Well like, just like Aldo got to know and Mildred. I, and Cast silence. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't know if you're really. I cast this- a thing of a uh, ball of silence around cop. Yeah. Hey man, chill, right? You know, chill. That's yeah, all uh, good. Amy can hang out with me. <laughs> Go to oblivious. Yeah, and Cobb, you'll you'll come with me, right? And Aldove. You'll uh, start checking on these bodies. Yeah, absolutely. Performing last rites. Oh, are we in the town now? You're in the town. Yeah. yeah. So I like pull the cart into the town as well and kind of like leave it by the door. I wrap my Can arm around down, Amy like really down. tight. Yeah. <laughs> That's important for you to stay close. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you see the town. Uh, there is not a lot of movement, uh, but uh, does anybody have a p- passive perception of around 13? I have exactly that. All right. Uh, so Aldo, you notice when you go in some of the windows around here, there is movement. There are people watching from the windows. There are people in the windows. Looks like whatever has happened here hasn't happened to everyone or it's a trap. Mm. Um, what about the, some of the bodies in the street? All right. Uh, so you want to go investigate the body? Yeah. Um, I'm not good at investigation, but I'll try. Yeah. Roll it. It won't be oh, 19. Hard. Okay, yeah, excellent. So you walk up to the body. Um, it is right now uh, staring face up at the sky, incredibly pale, somebody with a look of utter horror on their face. When you roll them over, you see the back of their head is completely gone. Ah. Uh, and the brain has been completely picked Yee! out of the... <laughs> Sorry. The brain has been... I rarely get to fight these. I really, I rarely get to fight these. I think it's disgusting. You think it's giddy. A man has died. thinks it's disgusting. It's really disgusting. Have you, have you ever heard of a lipid? A lot. Oh, my God. So they're super sweet. So they're like a squid on a human's body like a squid head like Cthulhu? human body mm, that's not a thing in this universe <laughs> but we're at no Cthulhu is definitely a thing in this oh, universe oh okay then similar to that but our size and I, he shouldn't they shouldn't be a part of that mythos but okay. they might be for consistency um, Cthulhu so, mythos Tordax okay. ancient enemy so, yes so fun fact they're aberrations from a different dimension who eat people's brains. They particularly does not sound fun to me. They particularly uh, uh, target people with high intelligence. So we're all on guarding inway duty now. In the I'm um, safe. In the in the religious histories of uh, the great battles between the followers of Torag and the followers of Cthulhu, uh, the priests of Torag have fought these mind flared illithid beasts uh, over the ages and centuries. This shall truly be a challenge. Amy, get closer. Yes, Amy, please I'm do that. Already quite close. It's so uh, we've probably drawn a lot of attention to ourselves. I'm sorry for squealing. Um, I say we uh, uh, knock on one of these doors and investigate with the town. Do you do you think we should just knock on the door? Or should we like sneak in? How I think we send Cobb to sneak in and see what's up with these. Well, people. we make a distraction and make a very big show of going like to the front door because they're looking at us right now. They okay. can see what mm-hmm. we're doing. Cool. Yeah. Cobb, you have to sneak around. Okay. I'll go to the back. Okay, but 
Go to this house and not the stable, okay? <laughs> no, just, uh, I'll take a long way around. No, it's not, not come, come. <laughs> If you want our help securing Buttercup, you'll do this first. Okay, but promise me we'll save her. Cobb, if you shut your mouth about the whole Amy thing, and you know what I'm talking about, we'll what? save Buttercup. I'm just saying, you're not thinking this Cop. through, Elf. Cobb, Cobb, Cobb! He with Amy, Cop. and they're going to fall in love. cast silence. You're burning all of our spells. <laughs> hey, man, I, what about be cool? Are you not getting right now? You are blowing up my spot for real, Okay. <laughs> Even Remy fucking gets it, dude. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, see? Bro's got nine wisdom. <laughs> and he knows what's going down. All right, Cobb, sneak around the back of that house. Okay. Uh, so Cobb sneaks around the back of the house. All right. Roll that sneak. Uh, oh, is it stealth? Yeah. Uh, 27. Jesus. Oh, perfect. Yeah. That's real, real simple. Um, so you, you get to the back of the house. 27? Mm-hmm. Do you get 10 to your sneak bonus? Yeah. It's Holy 10. shit. Yeah. yeah, he's the best of all of us yeah. at anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, because he gets double his proficiency bonus, and he's got a 4. So that would be 10. Yeah, wow. Holy cap. Cobb, Cobb is <laughs> Cobb is like a shadow in the night. So Cobb dug a hole with a shovel into the ground, is tunneling through. You can't see him from the ground at all. Yeah. So you actually like you you tunnel. You you have a dig speed now, and you're digging <laughs> through uh, the ground, and m- much like Bugs Bunny, and you come up. You're underneath the floorboard, uh, and and you. Here, there's a heavy squeak right above you. Uh, there's a very large creature standing above you, uh, and you can tell that you're right near the window, uh, where this creature would be looking out at the party. Yeah, and as a distraction, Remy is juggling his, uh, longswords and doing backflips. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Amy is very, she's like clapping. <laughs> he keeps winking at her Yay! knowingly. So I know there's a creature there. I don't quite know what it is. I don't quite know what to do. I'll try to stab it from below. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, this would this would qualify as for your sneak attack as it is uh definitely uh you have advantage over it, um, because it's not it doesn't know you're there. <laughs> uh, okay. uh so you, you, you can you can roll that attack now if you want to go through with that attack. Uh, so roll a, a d20. You roll a d20 and add your, uh, it, it, on your damage area of your character sheet, it'll be the middle bar. So point that out to him. Okay. So just add that. Okay. Uh, so it's uh, 15. 15. Uh, that should be enough to get uh, this thing's flat-footed AC. Oh! 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 Uh, and you see crashing through the front of one of the buildings. It's got me! The zombies got me! Help me! Help me! It's a large half-orc. Um, 
that is rolling around on the ground and clutching its foot. Oh! 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 Oh, God! It so, so it's, bad! It's outside now? It's outside. It's right. It's like uh, gone into your juggling show. It's actually, like, knocked into you. And it's your two swords come down and stick into its arms. Oh, no! <laughs> Zombies are attacking! Oh, help me! Help me! Women in Aflocks first! <laughs> Uh, clear back. This orc needs medical attention. Yeah, I take uh, my swords out of his arm. <laughs> put them away. I uh, run over to the cart and uh, grab uh, some band-aids and start to like uh, apply pressure to his wounds and like bandage him up, calming him. Oh, oh my god! Thank you, kind stranger. We've had we've had a rash of zombie attacks. Zombies? I haven't seen a zombie in a year. All right? Horrible! Horrible! Creatures with, uh, with flesh dark as soot, uh, and sometimes as white as ash coming out from the ground, eh? Okay, okay. Uh, sneak up on an unsuspecting fellow, eh? Hey? Yeah? Grab him by the back of the head. Yep. Suck out his brain no. like zombies are wont to do, <laughs> and then return to the ground, and more black smoke comes blowing out of the earth. Okay, so, right? uh, black and white... Brain eating, brain eating zombie. No, no, that's not that bad. That's not that bad. Okay, so uh, how long? Um, oh, I'd say for the uh, past couple of weeks, mate, maybe. Cobb, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Don't go near that stable, Cobb. <laughs> Cobb, get, get an eyesight of me. <laughs> I need to see you. <laughs> he, he sheepishly uh, sneaks out from the back of the house. Cub. Uh, carrying uh, carrying uh, a saddle. Cobb, <laughs> <laughs> get over here. Did you stab this guy? Huh? Yeah, I, I saved the day. <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, the zombies are smaller than they used to be. No, no, come. No. My friend, no. be calm, be calm, please, be calm. Okay. What? All right. Who's this? Um, Who's our... Who's this guy? Come on, He's the guy who thinks that zombies are attacking the town. <laughs> zombies are attacking the town. No, no, zombies are attacking no. the town. Shh, shh. Have we Call. met before? Call my friend. <laughs> um, uh, you look familiar. Did you used to guard an inn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Shawnee Apple did. Mm-hmm. Uh, before the zombies started attacking again. Are these? Anyway, are these the same zombies as before? Uh, so th- these aren't zombies. They're oh. just not zombies. Damn. Yeah. He thinks they are, though, so that's fine. Oh. Oh, so the just talk okay. to him. So talk to him as though they were zombies. Oh. I say right in front of him. So they just em- <laughs> they just emerge from the ground? They emerge from the ground, usually at night. Although, looks like day's starting to look a lot more like night these days, eh? Amy, get on my shoulders. <laughs> Wait, so there are black Wait, ones, <laughs> there are black ones, and there are white ones. Yeah, yeah, the little wee black ones. Not quite as big as, uh, say, say him, but more the size of him. They're not quite as small as him. Okay, so those are not lithids, those are dwergar. They're mm. type of dark dwarf that, uh, has crazy mind powers, right? So they're dwergar, and there are lithids, and they're white lithids, so I bet that they're vampiric. What up? 
That's oh, why we yeah. needed you to come on this. Yeah, okay. no, no, I'm, I'm so. This and, is fun. This is fun. I was it just me, or was that like friggin' Spanish to everyone? Because <laughs> I understood about none of it. No, this is going to be so much fun. We are. We're probably. Yeah, you better not let my mind get eaten. Look, That's. Uh, you, uh, half orc. I'm sorry. I, I didn't catch your name. Oh, my name is Grungus. Oh, my half orc, Grungus. Welcome to the shiny apple. No, no. That's just... <laughs> we're not there, actually. <laughs> oh, right. Marcus, how'd your end do with all that massive inflation um, under the zombie king? Uh, it, well, uh, it bounced back pretty quickly as the value of the gold you know, went back up to normal. Uh, and there was a huge tourist influx. Everybody uh, took a picture of the, with the zombie king's crown. Um, and I had to check, check all these... Uh, as these were legitimate IDs, these weren't just zombies trying to sneak in with IDs, and, uh, they even let me keep the counterfeit coins. Okay, so these, uh, so back to the current zombies. Right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right. So- we don't need to rehash last season. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure our viewers could just tune in to what, you know, happened last season to kind of get all of that information. Except for iTunes viewers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does not allow us to extend beyond 50 episodes. Ah, didn't know that. You can, but they highly recommend against it. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, these current zombies, are they saying anything when they're popping up? Um, uh, usually swear words. No, no words. The what ones don't say anything, though. Hmm. Would they have any sort of leader or anything similar to the zombie king? How, how long have, have these zombies been popping up and... Do you know where have they been coming from? Is there like uh, a central hub that people are too afraid to go? Oh, there's two things I'm bad at. Uh, one is spatial awareness. <laughs> and the other is time awareness. Knowing what things are zombies. Yeah, no, that's another weakness yeah. I have. Grungus, it is only in admitting our faults that we learn to get better. You've taken the first step to a very enlightened way of thinking. and That sounds very wise. Well... I'm a lawyer now, so... <laughs> <laughs> Not pinning this one on the church. <laughs> hey, I mean... That's some growth. Uh, oh, well, that makes me want to be a lawyer one day, too. And maybe one me day too. you can. <laughs> I've since overcome my casual racistness, and <laughs> I think that even half-orcs, when you apply yourself... You could do anything that you want to do. Gorgeous. That still sounds like casual racism. <laughs> yeah, that's yes, but <laughs> it's more like it's like the polite form of racism, which is a little bit better. <laughs> Agree to it's disagree. Like, yeah, institutionalized racism, still racism. I mean, okay, so we're admitting that half orcs have had different cultural upbringings than dwarves. I mean, I admit that I can't account for the past, but I'm saying that with proper application, you can better yourself. Hmm. I'm a bootstrap racist. <laughs> Rangus, which of these zombies, or, or who was the first to be attacked by these zombies? Oh, good question. Uh, that would be the captain of the guard. No. Yeah, they, they drug him underground. And, oh, uh, wasn't he like... Yeah, we met him. He was time. good, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yes, he was definitely a so guy is we he, met. Is he dead? Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen him. They him. drug him underground, huh? Should yeah. we head under underground? Where was that hole? Uh, you're standing right next to a giant hole that is billowing smoke out of it. 
So, can we climb into that? So, fun fact. Uh, <laughs> Looks smoky. Elithids, oh, it's a fun fact. Yeah, elithids, uh, if I remember correctly. So they eat a lot of brains because they need them. But also, they implant brain slugs in people that turn them into elithids over time. Because like, the reason that they have a human body and a squid head is that they were humans with squid heads. Got oh. it? Right. So they probably are taking the guard because he was one of the smarter people in the town. They're turning him into an elithid. Probably. Oh, he did. Uh, he did give me this map. Yeah. Uh, he said it was very important that I'll keep it secret and I'll not tell anyone about it. All right, um, buddy, <laughs> guy. Oh boy. Uh, okay. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take the map because oh. it was probably for us. Okay. But you gotta work on keeping secrets. Yeah, that wasn't. I mean, come on! You volunteered all of that information. The secrets are no fun. Oh, they could really no. hurt someone. We okay. didn't even accidentally okay. say the word map. <laughs> you just brought that up. <laughs> At least just give it to us and don't mention that it's a secret. I mean, just, you know. <laughs> Honestly, this makes me not want to tell you secrets, Grungus. <laughs> no, no, I can do good. I never told no one that the mayor's cheating on his wife. Oh, ah! Come on, what if we meet him? We didn't need to know that information. Come on. We're going to be really uncomfortable We're now. We're soured against the mayor already. Or oh, that the shop, uh, the, the person. Was, <laughs> yes. I was just going to say I wasn't telling people about the person who owns a general store, uh, takes food stamps and gives out cash. No, but that's. Yes. Sometimes that's a nice thing. It depends on the government circumstance. Honestly, Glenn, well, just, just keep that he's one. He's there cheating on to the food stamps thing. Honestly, in terms of secrets. <laughs> There's a little bit of an escalation that we were all assuming. You know, personal to politics. Yeah. <laughs> so can we have that map? Oh, yeah, here's the map. Oh, thank you. Uh, we open the map and take a look at what it says. Um, so you, you look and you see that it he's sort of gridded out the area. Uh, and he's five foot squares? Circled, yeah. <laughs> And he's circled different areas around the town, uh, and put X's through some of them. There, there is one left on the map. Uh, and he also has mapped out all the areas of the ground that are billowing smoke. Uh, and they appear to make some sort of arcane symbol. You can roll arcana. I'll go ahead and try it. I got a two. So I got a four. <laughs> My mods to a nine. That's not seventeen. (laughs) Oh man. Okay. Uh, So you flash back to prison, (laughs) um, where there were all sorts of gangs in the prison that you were on, and there is one uh, elf gang, um, and they wore tattoos that were the ancient elven symbol uh, for the sun. And uh, this tattoo looks a lot like that symbol just flipped the other way around. The Elf Sun Boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's the symbol uh, of the Elf Sun Boys. Just flip backwards. Who are the Elf Sun Boys? The Elf Sun Boy. What they were run by? They were run by Tagnus, oh. the leader of the Elf Sun Boys. They, they, they were. They would always. They would always take my take my gruel, you know, and just. Come over to my table and take my gruel from me and then laugh in my face. And Okay, got it. Sad. Prison stories. What were the Elf Sun Boys about? 
What did they espouse? What's relevant information well, they, to they, they really situation? Like to, they really like to deadlift. They were always about deadlifting. <laughs> and they always said that they could deadlift way more than me. And they said, they said, you know, you you better watch it when you're in the shower. Yep. You know, because we're going to... And they would, like, thrive in the power of the sun? Huh? Something like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. They, so, yeah, they, they worship the sun. So they, that symbol upside down would be, like, thriving in the power of the death of the sun? Right. Well, I guess, but the... Makes sense they to also, me. That, thanks, Cobb. <laughs> Thank you. That was so useful. Hey, we all got there, so... I mean, the, <laughs> <laughs> Where would you, wait, don't be so mean to Cobb. Where would you be without him? He was very clever to to figure out about. That was a good job, Cobb, about those death son boys. Thanks, yes. Amy. Good job, Cobb. Amy, hey, you should stay away from Aldo. What I think, the? Well, I, or stay away from Remy because I think that I, you two have a little bit of sparks flying. Cobb. And I'm just looking out for Aldo, okay? I will punch you in the mouth, dude. Mm. Yeah, you should stay away from Remy. He's oh my god! Bad I, yes. news, Remy. Uh, seriously, like he guys. He, hey, he's hey, been on, uh, look, Remy. I'm just being honest, okay? Like this is my this yeah, is my fiance. He, you're gonna make her think that he's uh, a bad boy. Yeah, he's a bad boy. He seems he seems perfectly nice to me. He's I'm a, a good guy. God, yes, he's a great Someone guy. Someone say I'm lawfully good. Honestly, it's one of those things that you have to discover over time when you really get to know him. But like right now, you should go into it thinking he's a bad boy. And then yeah, I'm sure like, if he was that's... a bad boy, by getting to know him, I could fix those bad tendencies in him. Right, maybe someone could inspire him to want to change on his own. Guys, oh guys, God. that's all behind me. I do yoga now. I'm good. I'm good. I don't drink anymore. <laughs> he's doing yoga. He doesn't drink anymore. That's a major sign that change is possible for him. And, you know, I'm, I am going to hang out with him just to show you that there's a different Remy Lyons beard in there waiting good. You know, to get please, him. get I mean, to maybe know that my friends. that might be your intention at first, but I think... God, I swear to God! going to learn. Get... Dude! <laughs> you have chemistry between Seriously, you. Seriously, bro. I'm going to going on here. It's just platonic you know, friendship, anyway. Honestly, anyway, at this point, <laughs> she, he's landed on the very heavy. She's not picking up on it. <laughs> I'm like at this point I'm fine with it. It's like <laughs> So uh when you hear from across the town the sound of a horse screaming. Oh, that was a that's horse, a horse scream. screaming. <laughs> and, don't worry. Then well, that is where we'll leave it for this week. Well, heroes, I hope you enjoyed the first installment of our anniversary series. We've got more coming your way next week. That'll be accompanied by some other anniversary surprises, including a blooper reel. This week on Monday, Kat and I will be releasing the beta test packet for our brand new role-playing system, Epiphany. Now, I've talked about this in some other places and on the show before. You'll finally get to see all those ideas I was discussing put into action in the playtest packet. Kat and I still have a lot of work to do and some rough edges to iron out. Your feedback would be tremendously helpful in that area. We should have a link to a response survey up soon, but for now, read it, play it, and pass it on to your friends. I'd like to thank Peaches and Hot Sauce and Patrick O'Rourke specifically for being so supportive in our first year and giving me the idea in the first place. There is absolutely no way One Shot could exist without Peaches and Hot Sauce, so give them your support. Go there, read their articles, watch their videos, and listen to their podcasts at peachesandhotsauce.com. And finally, I'd like to thank Infinity Cat Records for allowing us to use Adventure by Be Your Own Pet as our theme music. 
Until next week. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.